This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, there's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up. And more importantly, is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, guys. Um, you know, this is one of those user errors, and uh, here we are. So let's enjoy. Uh, my video guys will clean it up when we actually go live, but <laughs> Facebook, here we are. And uh, welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Vivica Von Rosen who is the co-founder and the chief visibility officer at Vengresso. God, chief visibility officer is such a cool title. She <laughs> helps sales professionals create more qualified and quality conversations. Vivica, welcome. Thank you so much. It is my pleasure to be here, of course. Oh, it, it's actually my honor. And, and I just, I wanted to bring up, I, I'm so interested in starting, but I wanted to bring up the green room conversation. <laughs> when you and I both looked at each other, we're like, it's been, I've known you for 15, 18 years, maybe. And, and, and the question we both had for each other is, okay, did we actually ever meet in person? Because exactly. like, the influence of friends, the people we've, we've, we've talked about each other many times. And I'm like, that was really interesting. And, and I love what you're doing now with Ingresso. And I'd love the audience to learn more about it as well. And I, I'd like to do it through your, your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain? Yeah, it's really that. And we work mostly with B2B teams, sales professionals, small business owners a little bit too, but it's really that they don't know how to apply social selling to social. Yeah, I, it's so, 
interesting. Uh, part of the TED talk I did uh, was focused on the fact that social media is two words and yeah. 80% of social media should be applied to social. It's not just a media platform and you say, look at me. It's rather an opportunity for you to actually interact you know, that we're in, with other people. So, so Vivica, exactly. tell me more. Yeah. I I mean, to me, social selling really means just creating those genuine conversations. And to your point, I think people stick to the media part of it, or for some reason they think it's okay to get on LinkedIn and connect with someone and shove their business card in their face. But it's, we would never, I hope, do that in real life. So why in the world would we be doing it on social? Um, So yeah, it's just really about creating genuine conversations with your connections and with your prospects. Oh, perfect. And, and tell me about your business. What do you do? So we teach sales teams basically how to use LinkedIn and video um, to sell through our online training program. So we've got a selling with LinkedIn, selling with sales navigator, selling with video online training program, which we combine. And I think this is key. We combine with live training, with coaching, gamification, reporting. And I think one of the big things about us is we have a hundred percent completion rate, which a lot of online programs, as you could imagine, don't. I mean, I'm guilty of that too, getting on a program and quitting about 20, 20 minutes in. So that's, that's a big differentiator. Oh, that's beautiful. And Vivica, how do you have credibility to do what you do? I've been, like you said, we've known each other for 15 to 18, somewhere in their years. Yeah, I've been active on social, um, well, on LinkedIn for the past 17 years. I've written three books on it. I'm a LinkedIn learning author. Of course, I get to, well, <laughs> back in the day, six months ago, I, get to, I got to speak all over the world, teaching and training on LinkedIn. Now it's more, you know, virtual webinars, trainings. But I've just, I'm, I'm super active. And I, what I want to say about this industry is it's so supportive And, you know, from the very first time I got on stage to where I am now, I've had this community of social selling experts and social media experts um, kind of support me throughout the whole process. So it's, it's a cool industry to be in. I agree. (laughs) Ditto on on that. Um, And and Vivica, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Yeah. So, I mean, the usual, right? Speaking webinars, lots and lots and lots of articles and interviews and podcasts. But I think one of the things I enjoy the most because it allows me to learn as well is I'm in several, we call them amplification pods where, you know, whether it's my women's sales pros group or whether it's my sales leaders group or colleagues or my LinkedIn learning authors group, we promote each other's content, which means I have to read their content in order to, to promote it. And I learn so much from them. So just the practice of doing good unto others and then doing it back unto me, you know, it aligns us with other experts in the industry and, and it keeps me learning. I just affectionately call that spreading cred dust. And I love that (laughs) really well, really well done. So if, if you're listening to this or you're watching this and you recognize that your sales organization is just they're they're using this thing called LinkedIn, but you're they're not you're not seeing the relationships, you're not seeing the throughput, you're not seeing 
the the building of the brand over time and the increase of the business over time, uh, you're going to want to reach out to Vingresso and Vivica. Vivica, what is a great way for people to reach out to you? You know, if you Google LinkedIn expert, my LinkedIn profile turns up like second or third. And if you throw my name in there, it's usually number one. Um, please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. All my contact information's on there. You can learn more about me, about the company, about selling with LinkedIn. And I, yeah, I would just love to connect with you there. Beautiful. Thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you so much. Hi, you're welcome. And, and guys, you know the importance of this message. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought for Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Tim Steele, who is the Chief Strategy Officer and Fractional CMO at the Court Group. He provides and directs go-to-market initiatives for companies that struggle to sustain top-line growth. Tim, welcome. Mitch, how are you? Thank you for having me today. Oh, it's great. It's great to have you. Hey, so what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Mid-market companies often have the same issues driving top line revenues as larger enterprises. However, they don't lack they don't have the resources necessarily always to, to address those issues. So I I'm thinking, you know, and summarizing mid market companies are growing at, let's say 3% when they need to grow out 20 and they haven't figured out how to do that. Good way to put it. All right. Beautiful. So tell me a little bit more. What do you do? So my best customers are those that have a complex offer. And often that that includes an outsourcing or some technology that is really a game changer. And the complex sale is where the problem and solution are both unknown. And here's how that manifests itself. So prospects have difficulty articulating exactly what they're trying to solve and the desired solution And the other part of that is my clients often have difficulty articulating their value prop and the demonstrable ROI in a succinct and meaningful manner. So they don't talk about outcomes. They talk about how they do something. So they miss entirely the why and the what of their existence, go directly to the how, and that's not really what their markets care about most. So the result is a communication or a messaging problem, and it sounds easy to solve, But the magic to solving that lies with the ability to capture the voice of the customer, interpret what that means in terms of developing your value prop and your value messaging. And it's less about sales execution or marketing tactics alone. It's really steeped in the voice of the customer. So I spend time in market talking to customers and prospects on behalf of my clients in the context of what we would call day in the life. So I'm building a virtual video of what it's like to be that prospect in the decision context and what it's like to be them. And when I develop an interview protocol, frankly, it's sometimes six or seven pages long because I'm anticipating paths that may take me down a different value segment, if you will, that I hadn't anticipated. And I might do 20 or 25 of these interviews, depending on the key markets and the decision makers. So the average interview is about one hour, but I've had those interviews go as long as two and a half hours because we got the prospect in the context 
of pain, when they're really experiencing a, a situation they can't solve, and they're telling us everything about that, we capture all that. So the primary research includes the day in the life interviews, voice of the customer, as well as what I call mystery shopping. So I actually build a competitive profile and may act on behalf of somebody who is seeking a service or product who competes with my particular client. So that rounds out the primary research, as we call it. So I also do secondary research, which is generally what you would find in the public domain. And for me, that is the frame of the picture. So the voice of the customer gives me intimate details. It gives me sometimes even emotion. It gives me all the words they use. And it gives me the context in which they make the decision. The secondary research frames trends and what might be influencing those markets. So after assembling all of this, I spend weeks organizing the data into a comprehensive picture. The outcomes from that include messaging platforms, segmentation, value categories, competitive profile. I mean, there's a lot. It's the think and the build of go-to-market strategy. Uh, it fairly comprehensive. I didn't get that from that first uh, that first comment. And I think it's, I think it's powerful for, I think it's very powerful for a company to figure out what their customers really need and really want and how best to communicate to them. If, if, uh, if they're not giving the why and what, but, but they're giving the how. So tell me, how do you have credibility to do what you do? So I spent almost 20 years in high tech sales and sales management. And then in 2000, I was forced for various reasons to make a career pivot. And I happened to be in Cleveland, Ohio at the time. I was very fortunate and blessed to cross paths with two executives who had formerly been with EY. One of those, uh, my longtime partner, had led uh, EY's global consulting group, uh, sales and marketing. And then the other individual had been the chief marketing officer at EY. And they had the opportunity to work with two individuals who became pretty legendary back in the 90s, Michael Tracy and Fred Wersema. They were the authors of Value Disciplines, and they were featured in Harvard Business Review in 1993. So there was this tribal knowledge that I had access to that was really unavailable through any other means. So what we do, what I do, what I learned is not in a textbook, it's not taught at major universities, but it's the really the most intimate way to understand how do I sell to my markets of choice and how do I have an unfair advantage? That's really what we're trying to give them. So I've had clients, a lot of mid-market, but my clients have also included uh, Capgemini, Computer Services Corporation, T-Systems, SAP, we almost had a gig with IBM, but uh, there were some political. <laughs> there were some political situations there. Oh no, I, I would never that. assume. I would never assume <laughs> IBM would be political. Yeah, that was an obvious, right? But yeah. uh, but but we were able to get the customer intimacy at depths that normally are perceived to be impossible. Got it. Beautiful. So, how do you go about sharing your credibility? How do you get your How do you get your brand out there? So I think I try to, we try, we try to eat our own dog food. So we're obviously talking to clients every day about how best to go about this. And we try to focus on why, what, and how. So first, 
I'm going to share with why I do this. Well, it's to bring the type of pedigree executive in a fractional basis to mid-market companies. So the economics work and the, and the speed to market works. The what is, I'm going to give you some access to pedigree you would nor- normal, normally be able to have afford or have access to. Um, and I try to do that through examples as much as anything. So if you go look at some of my profiles or whether it's on the website, you know, we're not going to talk about just what we did. We're going to talk about, we have this client, we did this project, you know, we contributed $450 million to their pipeline. We try to share, you know, as much as demonstrable ROI and outcomes as we possibly can. So what social, like, how do you, how do you broadcast yourself? Like what social media do you use? And so I guess, you know, primarily right, right now I'm just using LinkedIn, but that's about to change. So we've done blogs. I've got a Twitter account. You know, we're using all the channels that are obvious and you would expect to use. We also used Hoot Owl for a while there to parse out content. We're trying to be thought leaders in that we're trying to push the envelope and be a little bit edgy so that we capture everyone's attention so that we break through the noise to a degree. So LinkedIn, the webpage, Twitter, um, and we've got some other campaigns underway. Yeah, well, I think it, it comes down to where your customers hang out. So it's, uh, yeah, where they live and play. Absolutely. So, you know, and part of, part of the go-to-market strategy is to figure that out. So that's why the whole voice of the customer intimacy is so important because you find out what influences them. And, you know, you still find today that they're going to talk to their peers when they're trying to solve a problem. So, you know, we're very proactive about getting referrals and networking. Yep. Makes sense. So listen to, you're listening to this and, and this is your, your mid-sized company that maybe you have to admit to yourself that you're selling the how and not the, the what and the why. You're going to want to reach out to Tim Steele who could figure this out for you. Tim, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? I'll give you my email address. It's fairly straightforward. T Steel. Steel has an E on the end. So T Steel at Court Group, C-O-R-T-G-R-P.com. That's the best way to reach me. Beautiful. Tim, thanks so much for sharing your credibility you, with us today. It was a joy. Thank you, sir. Oh, my my pleasure. And, and for those watching, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Live. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Athol Falden, who is the founder, president, and naming director of Brighter Naming. He's also an author, an accomplished public speaker. He's a naming guru who is passionate about names and their power in building drives. Ethel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mitch. It is great to, uh, great to have you here. And I'd love for the audience to learn a little bit more about you through your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP? We help very large organizations solve their naming problems so they don't make a mistake. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing. I remember when I was working for big companies and you always want to, you always want to have that right name. 
and even lots of the consulting or all the products I name these days, you want to have that right name that, that last as the product morphs, that it fits well. And there's such a beautiful science behind naming. Um, Ethel, tell me more. So we solve companies' naming problems. We help, we're not, not everybody needs us, but those who are stuck, who need a prob, uh, name, we uh, help them solve those problems. And, and typically what's involved, you, you come on board and you're spending time and energy. Come, there's a science to this and you're, you're walking the company through that. It's very much a process today, which ties in with my systems background. It's not a look in a dictionary with a fat pencil. We, uh, people don't realize that that was 1950s naming. It's gone. The words are taken, they're used. It's very much a process. We get to know the team through our worksheets and we walk their management team or whoever's on the naming committee, key stakeholders, and we generate hundreds of names from our initial briefings and then we take them through a systematic process to to narrow that list down, to tweak it, to refine it, um, and to do all the legal checking as we go. Beautiful. And, and I know this answer, but could you share how you have credibility to do what you do? My credibility comes from a different point of view to usual. I've just been obsessed with names and fascinated by the power of names since I was a teenager. And then at one stage, I was working as a Sony marketing director. We had naming problems. My Marcom director said, look, Athol, there's some new West Coast naming agencies dedicated. We should bring one of them in. Uh, Sony wouldn't let us bring them in. But when I saw their process and what they did, I was obsessed right away. I, di I didn't need a new job. I had a good job, but um, I said, I can do better. I'm a computer geek by background and I've done sales and marketing. And I thought I could solve this problem more efficiently with the help of good, smart people and computers. But here we are many years later and... Yes, we use computers for the heavy lifting, but we have good humans who make up names. Nice. And you, you've worked with or created, how many names have you created so far? Uh, we haven't, we've lost count, should we say. And it was a few years we were doing one a week, uh, like 50 a year. Um, there's a lot of competitors entered the market since then. Uh, during the dot-com boom, which is when I finally joined my first partner full-time, we we grew to the seventh biggest agency in the country in 18 months. And I had a team around the country today uh, on this agency, 18 years, 500, 600. We don't know where's the, that's finished signed off names. Many of which the companies have been and gone or the products have evolved. We're uh, been at it long enough that we're, renaming products you know because products have a life cycle right right exactly so yeah that's do. pretty cool by the way yeah and and Ethel, how do you go about sharing your credibility we share our credibility uh three ways one is a very comprehensive website writernaming.com because we like it they can take the time and trouble to identify with some customers there with pain points, with styles, learn our name critics pages all up there. Hundreds of names have been rated and criticized. Uh, hundreds of naming blog entries. 
lots of resources for for checking for for the try to do it yourself we we like that they've struggled and tried a bit before they called us so that that's the the one way the other way is through referrals very very important for us um just just picked up another one like that said we heard from so and so we heard from so and so when we get stuck with naming call Athel and and the third way we get it is through other agencies the most other creative marketing agencies do not have dedicated naming people even some of the big branding agencies only do four or five names a year we we do that in a month so we have the databases we have the expertise and that's all we do we just do naming all day every day must be nuts but uh, um we move hundreds of names and uh we've t- saved everyone we've touched so giant database that's very cool that must be a really huge database i'd like to see that one day <laughs> we we've blown up a bunch of spreadsheets i can tell you and and other tools that um, you know now we keep it separate we actually keep it organized by by time which is very interesting because names age and, yeah, and right. fashions and styles and words you know and based on the big guys out there if i'd have come up and said i i make up a name like uber or lift they would have shot me 10 years ago <laughs> now, now they now they ask for that. I say, are you serious? That's <laughs> funny. That idea, <laughs> right? That's great. Hey, so if you're listening, you're watching, and you've got a product or service, and you know uh, you don't want to make a mistake on the naming, uh, you're going to want to reach out to Athol. Athol, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? The best way to reach out through us is once again through the website. If you, because then you can send me a little background who you are. I can at least say hello or look you up before I call you back. But pick up the phone. You know, uh, we did an important one last year. A guy called me Friday night, six thirty, and he said, "Are you still awake?" I said, okay. "I got a problem. My team's fighting. I need my team's fighting. I'm the boss. I don't know what to do." So uh yeah we we worked that weekend needless to say. Got it. So uh that's brighternaming.com and and you know the importance of naming guys so so please click on the like button share Apple's message and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Live. Take care everyone. Bye now. Thank you Mitch. Bye. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research what I recognize is that we are at war. those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious and dubious nation is winning a thousand times over we've got to fix it we owe it to ourselves we owe it to future generations so come on over to credibility nation become a member take the pledge learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world i look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred tabulous Thanks again for listening. Take care. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.